Hey everyone, welcome to today's Take Heart. Hope you're doing okay. I'm going to start a new uh, little mini-series today. When we were little, somewhere along the line, lots of us picked up the idea that we could either speak the truth to somebody or we could be kind to them, but we couldn't do both. It may be when Grandma turned up uh, and uh, brought us some Brussels sprout stew or something like that when we were five years old and she came over to us and said, do you like my stew? And we responded, like any five-year-old would, honestly. And we said, no, it tastes like vomit in my mouth. And then Grandma ran off into the kitchen and we heard her wailing and slamming cupboard doors and smashing pans around. And at that point, it dawned on us, even though we were five, um, maybe I have a choice between candor, being honest, and kindness. And perhaps I can't do both. And so what we can do as a consequence is we can separate um, caring for somebody from confronting them. We can think to ourselves, I'm either um, the flatmate who, who really loves the person I'm living with, or I'm the flatmate that tells them they're an absolute nightmare to live with, as has become clear in the last few months. I'm either the parent who they like, or I'm the parent who calls them on things, but I can't be both. I'm either the colleague who's always supportive and encouraging no matter what, or I'm the colleague who tells it how it is and doesn't care what anybody thinks. We divide those two, caring and confronting. And actually, if we wanna to learn to do relationships the Jesus way, um, if we wanna have healthy and robust friendships, healthy and robust marriages, healthy and robust um, relationships with our colleagues at work, you name it, learning how to have conversations where there's a difference of opinion, there's high emotion, um, and it feels like the stakes are high. Learning to have those type of conversation really well is so important. And um, I'm sure you've been finding, as I think every person has, during the last uh, few months that we've had to, that there has been tension in relationships. And so the need to learn this skill is probably more obvious than it's ever been. Over the next few Take Hearts, I want to give a little recipe, as it were, for how to have these chats, bearing in mind that lots of them happen on the fly, and, uh, you know, so I know there's limitations to that. Um, but today I just want to look at the first step when having a difficult conversation with somebody. It's this. Start with the heart. And this is um, a principle from, I think, Matthew chapter 12, verse 34, where Jesus says this. You brood of vipers. <laughs> Speaking of confrontation, uh, you brood of vipers. How can you who are evil say anything good? For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. The mouth speaks what the heart is full of. Now, I, um, when thinking about how to have a difficult conversation, I usually tend to think about the words. You know, what, how can I raise this with this person? Um, how might, what might they say in response? And I'm often, if I'm really honest, thinking about how can I win? How can I win this argument? And Jesus, Jesus it's not that our words are unimportant, we'll come on to that uh, as we go, but Jesus says the place to start is not with the words, it's with your heart, because your words flow from your heart. Out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. There's a direct road there. And, uh, when you stop and think about that, it does actually make sense. So I don't know if you've ever had a conversation where you've gone into it with exactly what I just said as a heart attitude, I want to win. 
I want to win this argument, I want to beat this person. Or we've gone in with the intention, because we've been hurt and we're wounded, or we're feeling bitter or resentful, I, I want to humiliate them, or I want to punish them, or I want to help them to see that I know so much more than they do, and they should have listened to me. But if that's our heart attitude, when, when we go into the conversation towards the other person, it will inevitably probably go downhill from there. But if we can be in a conversation with somebody, and there's a real art to this, but if we can be in a conversation with somebody where we're able to be honest, and they're being honest with us, and we might even be disagreeing quite strongly with each other, but we are genuinely for the other person, we genuinely care about them, um, we love them, then what that will do, if that's where our heart is, that will affect the words that we speak. It won't mean that we don't say things that aren't, it won't mean that we don't say what we need to say, but it will affect the way that we say it. And so the place to begin in any difficult kind of conversation is inside, is with the heart. I remember hearing this story about this guy who, um, who was camping and everybody, there was a stream that ran through the camp that everyone was drinking from. And, um, everybody got really sick from this stream and, and they, they decided that they would hike back up the stream to the source of the stream and um, find out what was happening. When they got close to the source, they realized that there'd been an animal that had died in the stream. So all of the water that flowed down to where the camp was was flowing through the dead body of the animal. And obviously it was you know, making the water very um, un-good un, un to drink, unhealthy. And, uh, and in, a, in a way, that's actually quite a helpful image for thinking about what we're gonna be speaking. Before we get to what we say, hike back up the stream to the heart. Two things that can be helpful. It's easy to say, let's start with the heart. Let's get our hearts right towards the person. Really hard to actually do that. Two things that help. One is do the hike with the Holy Spirit. What I mean by that is um, if we do have to have a challenging conversation with someone, sit with the Holy Spirit first and say, would you help, would you do some heart surgery on me? It may be that we're feeling bitter it may be that we're feeling resentful because we've been hurt. It may be that's not what's going on, but we're really concerned and worried. Um, and we need to, you know, maybe just um, challenge somebody on something, but, but ask the Holy Spirit just to show us what is going on in our hearts. It may be we're really afraid because we don't want to upset the person. We don't want to be out of control. Um, ask the Holy Spirit to help us see what's going on in our hearts and to make sure that our heart is for the other person. That's the first thing we can do. Second thing that we can do is really practical, which is if we know we're feeling that there's a tendency maybe in our hearts to wanna to punish the person or to wanna really have a go at them so they get very upset, um, and we probably all find that sometimes. Sometimes I find myself making self-righteous angry speeches just by myself in a room because I wish I'd said this in an argument or whatever. That's a little warning sign for me that I'm not ready to have the chat. <laughs> um, and so what we can do that helps is we can actually process that in a healthy way with somebody who's removed from it. Um, David Pitchers, who is the Vicar of St. Andrew's Chorley Wood, out of which Soul Survivor Watford was planted, he, uh, like any person in a position of leadership in any area, used to get complaint letters back in the day. And um, the way that he would try and deal with those in a really healthy way was he would, he would write a response to the letter, a first draft, and in the first draft he would put 
everything he really wanted to say to them. You know, all those things you think, yeah, well, you're not so good, and blah, 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 and have you thought about this, and let me tell you some stuff. You know, he would just put it all in there, everything he really, really wanted to say. And then he would get his wife, Mary, to come and sit, and he would read the letter aloud to Mary. And then after he'd done that, he would screw it up, and he would throw it in the bin. And he would, I think that was his way of processing what was going on in his heart, to bring him, as it were, to a place of peace and um, being for the other person as much as he could be. And then he would write a letter that probably would be more fruitful in terms of um, bringing that to reconciliation. And uh, be warned, if you do that on an email, it is quite easy to press send instead of delete. <laughs> um, but actually just that is a really practical way of processing what's going on inside of us. That, that where we want to get to, and I think if we can get to this place, the other stuff is a bit easier to learn. But if we can get to this place, we're much more likely to have difficult conversations well. The goal is, how can I get my heart to a point where I'm genuinely for you. Ask the Holy Spirit to help. Process in a really practical way. And that's a great first step towards learning to have difficult conversations well. <laughs>